Thanksgiving is here. We're thankful for y'all. We're going to share a few more things we're thankful for, but we've also got Joshua Bates, 2023 center committed to the Oklahoma Sooners coming up on today's show. This is Locked On Sooners. You are Locked On Sooners, your daily podcast on the Oklahoma Sooners, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Sooner Nation? Happy Thanksgiving and welcome to Locked On Sooners. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online is the number one source for all your sports betting needs. It's the fastest and the easiest place to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet Online is where the game starts. Thank you for joining us. My name is John Williams. You can follow me on Twitter at John9Williams. He's Josh Helmer. You can follow him on Twitter at Josh on Ref. You can also hear him Monday through Friday from 9 to noon on 94.7 The Ref in Norman. Josh, happy Thanksgiving to you, to your loved ones, your family. How are you doing, man? Doing great. Thank you so much. Happy Thanksgiving to you as well, John. Uh, happy Thanksgiving to Sooner Nation. Happy uh, Thanksgiving to everybody. Watching along on Locked On Sooners and beyond. Uh, appreciate you guys and uh, hope uh, everybody has a tremendous holiday and obviously travel safe, all those fun things. But uh, thankful for all of you. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of where it starts. We're, we're really thankful that you all take the time to make us your first listen every single day, or just to make us a part of your, your commute to make us a part of your work day, your workout. So thank you so much for being along for the ride and, and sharing us with your family and friends. We appreciate all that. So Josh, let's talk Oklahoma Sooners. This doesn't even have to be football specific. We can just talk the program in general. What's something you're thankful for in Oklahoma athletics? I think just in general, the commitment to excellence, I'm thankful for at the University of Oklahoma. Uh, you know, I, I started thinking to myself, well, I'm thankful for all of the coaches that we get to cover at OU. And that wasn't almost broad enough to encompass sort of, I guess, what I'm thankful for. It, it, it's that, right? But it's the the players and the athletes and the, and the families and the fan base, just the commitment to excellence, right? I mean, think about the different personalities of coaches and the different, you know, winners of all these coaches. I just think, you know, front of the mind, obviously a lot of people would, you know, Patty Gasso, the national championships that she and softball have won. What about KJ Kindler and Mark Williams in gymnastics? Just incredible. Porter Moser, what a personality that Oklahoma fans get to get to watch and enjoy. We're just getting started with uh, this men's basketball season, similar with coach Jeannie Baranchek, each of those two, the pursuits of excellence that are in place with those two programs. I think OU fans have such an exciting future in both men's and women's basketball to start thinking about and uh, just getting excited for moving forward golf. Right. I mean, it goes on and on and on. And then you get to, uh, you know, the, the big, uh, big fish, which is football. And I think again, you're, you're, Thankful for Sooner Nation, right? The investment, the engagement in this sport and in our show just reflects that. The, uh, the again, commitment to excellence. It's got to be what you're thankful for. Yeah, and I'll kind of go to the top of the athletic program. That's Joe Castiglione. Like, thankful for just a steady hand. And now I've never met Joe Castiglione. He doesn't listen to the show, so he's not going to hear me, you know, showering him with all this praise. But just a steady hand at the wheel, you know, Everything that happened this time last year, it threw 
kind of Sooner Nation into chaos a little bit. Like it was a very trying time. I remember covering, you know, you were still part of Sooner's Wire at the time. And, you know, that Sunday when everything dropped, it was shocking. Like I was out at the park with my kids and had no inkling that this was going to be the case. And then all this stuff starts breaking. You're like, what's going on? But to hear from Joe Castiglione and then to another extent, Joseph Harris, and then a little bit later, Bob Stoops and just the leadership, you know, the leadership that's at the University of Oklahoma is strong and they're committed and they're confident in what they're doing. And, and I think that that trickles down to the rest of, of the athletics programs. You talked about the, the standard of excellence across the board uh, with the coaching staff, the coaches that they've hired. I mean, I think that filters down from Joe Harris and, and really to Joe Castiglione. Like he's got a vision for what he's looking for. He's got a standard that he wants each athletic program to achieve. And I feel like he's hit, you know, the ball out of the park with the coaching hires that they've made over the last, you know, during his tenure, really. I mean, I don't think that there's been one bad hire. I mean, you, you talked about all the other sports and didn't mention baseball. So let me do that with Skip Johnson. I mean, took a team that was kind of a middling big 12 team, you know, in the, the middle part of the season last year. And they went on this incredible run to end the season, you know, go through the big 12, you know, championship, win a tournament title, go to the college world series, get to the final, like what a remarkable run. And, and I feel like that's just been Oklahoma athletics all year long is, uh, you know, the women's basketball team getting to the round of 32 men's basketball had a decent run in Porter Moser's first year. And then, you know, just all the energy and anticipation and excitement with football, even though the season hasn't gone the way it's that many of us thought it might, um, it's gone the way that many Oklahoma fans thought it might, but I don't know. There's just something to the energy. It's palpable. Like you, you believe that it's going to get better because you believe in the guy that's at the helm. Like you believe in the guy captaining the ship that you're going to get from, you know, England across, you know, the, the Atlantic ocean to North America. You're not going to, and you might, you know, have to avoid some icebergs along the way. You might have to, you might run into a few, but he's going to keep the ship afloat and he's going to steady it. He's going to ride it. He's going to get to the destination, which ultimately for Oklahoma is a national championship. So yeah, just thankful for the leadership across the board. And I think it does start with Joe, Har uh, Joe Harris to an extent. And then also really it's Joe Castiglione at the head of the athletic department, really providing a solid foundation so that the program can, can really move forward and, and stay strong. So that that's for me, um, just on the football field alone, just something that I'm thankful for. And that's Eric Gray. You know, I, I, one, I think going, I, I remember, you know, the 2021 off season when he transferred in, uh, you know, former, you know, managing editor of Sooners Wire, now a regional editor for USA Today Sports, Patrick Kahn kept trying to tell me that Eric Gray was going to be the starter. I was like, nah, you're forgetting about Kennedy Brooks. Um, I, I thought Eric Gray was going to be more involved in 2021 than he was. He wasn't for some reason they decided to shelve him. And so that left a lot of people wondering what could he produce this year? Well, he's far exceeded. I think everybody's expectations for what he was going to be this year. And so just getting to see him like rebound after not being utilized to the extent that he should have been last year. It, it's just really nice. It's really nice to see like a, a, I don't even want to call it a redemption story, but just a, a bounce back, you know, a bounce back story, uh, part of the season. It's been probably one of the highlights of the football season for this year. No doubt. I mean, he's been incredible, easily would uh, make a strong case for MVP 
of this uh, 2022 Oklahoma football team, uh, you know, beyond even just, you know, the University of Oklahoma, um, what I'm thankful for, I'm just thankful for the state of Oklahoma. It's been a great place for me to, you know, really grow up. Uh, obviously, uh, you know, I'm if you, if you don't know, I'm from Wichita, Kansas, but, uh, you know, left and came to school here and graduated from the University of Oklahoma. And a bunch of my formative years have been in this state with all of you amazing people. So I'm thankful for that, man. And I'm, I'm thankful that we get to cover a university like Oklahoma. And really, you know, for me on the podcast side here and on the radio side, it's like Oklahoma sports have been the centerpiece of the sports universe so many times in recent memory when I think about just from, you know, July 4th with Kevin Durant to, you know, the Lincoln Riley situation to Brent Venables and now what the future holds. It's uh, we're very blessed uh, from a content perspective. If I can be greedy from a media sense, we're very fortunate with what we get to cover, I think. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's Oklahoma. And Josh Bates will allude to this when we talk to him here in a minute, but the brand is always going to be strong. Like it's as far as college football programs, it's one of the five best brands in college football. You know, you're going to have fans of other you know, schools argue against that, but the standard of excellence has been strong for 20 years or more 20. They haven't missed a bowl game since 98. So do the math. That's 23 years that it's been since Oklahoma missed a bowl game. Like that's a strong presence in your most important sport at your university. And sure. Only one national title, you know, the, the one back in 2000. Um, so they haven't had a national title since 2000. I know they've got seven, sorry. Um, they're still chasing eight, but the, the way that they've kind of run the big 12, the standard of excellence football is, is King and Oklahoma is really, really good at it. So yeah, a lot to be thankful for covering the Oklahoma Sooners. And again, we're so thankful for you and we're going to have our interview with Joshua Bates coming up. Um, after we talk to you about bet online, we're going to take a quick break for that, but here it is. Bet online is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every sport professional and amateur out there from football to basketball, soccer, to esports. They've got it covered at bet online. It's the fastest and the easiest way to get in your betting fix. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online is where the game starts. Hey, and we're here with friend of the show, 2023 commit Joshua Bates out of Durango, Colorado, the longest tenured commit for the Oklahoma Sooners. He's been here longer than anybody, even most of this coaching staff, I would say. Uh, Josh, man, it's so great to have you back on the show. How you been? Pretty good. Yeah, just in full swing football and, you know, just ready to inch in closer and closer to just being in OU for, you know, permanently. So it's pretty cool. It's kind of weird. So I got a, about a month and a half left and I'm down, you know, being a freshman at OU. So I'm excited. Yeah. It's exciting times for you just kind of on a personal and then also as a, on a team level there at Durango, you guys are in the semifinals, got a big matchup with the three seed or I guess, yeah, the three seed Durango uh, coming up this Saturday. It looks like you guys have been really just putting up a lot of points so far in the Colorado state championships. Just kind of, how have you felt about just your team? Do you guys feel like you're peaking at the right time? Yeah, that's definitely, that's something that's, you know, I've, I've definitely seen um, pretty later on in the season is, you know, early on we had a couple you know, mistakes that lost us a game and uh, had, had a rough go at the season, you know, just getting into the full swing of football. But later on, I mean, we definitely peaked at the right time. And, um, you know, especially offensively, I would say, I mean, we put up 58 points, I think it was last week, 
in the quarterfinals against the team who's um, inner city Denver and uh, had some great athletes. And, you know, we did a great job in, in handling our business. And I think, you know, it's just you, you did say it the right way. You know, it's, it's peaking at the right time. And when you get into the playoffs and deep into the playoffs, that's when you want to. And, and that's what we're doing right now. And I'm super excited for this weekend, Saturday um, one here against Lutheran. And um, yeah, I mean, we're going to give them hell and, you know, try to try to win this game and get to the state championship again. So, yeah. Yeah. Got a, got a little bit of business to take care of before you get to Norman. Since we last talked to you back in June, the, the recruiting class has just blown up. Like as the summer went along, I mean, there were people that were a little bit concerned about where things were, you know, first of June, but you were here on the show and you were talking, you know, kind of preaching patience a little bit, you know, understanding this was a process, but then June, July, August, the, the class blew up. Did it kind of even meet, meet or exceed your own expectations for what the recruiting class was going to look like at the end of the summer? Yeah, I think. I think it definitely exceeded because I mean I know I know my guys that I, I talked to some guys and the dudes that that I talked to I'm like these we're gonna get these guys here like I'm gonna do everything I can to to make sure that you know they make the right decision and come to OU and like all the offensive line you know I was able to talk to them and recruit them um, you know throughout their whole process and um, you know me as an early commit you know I'm I'm also you know talking to different skill guys and trying to get them there. You know, I was talking to Dylan Edwards a lot and that didn't go out, you know, the way I thought it was. And, you know, so you, you see it and you, and it moves on and it's okay. You know, so the, the offensive line, I knew, you know, the guys I was talking to Logan Howe and Caden Green, you know, Heath Ozeda, those guys were, um, you know, our main focuses and, and we got them all and it was perfect. And, um, you know, obviously Jackson talks to a lot of guys too. And, you know, you never know, like <laughs> sometimes I'd be on Twitter and I'd see someone, someone's name pop up. I mean, I had no clue. I mean, Colton Vasek, we went before he decommitted, that was a shock. And I mean, we were all shocked by that and the outcome that happened, you know, and obviously, you know, you see stuff like that for sure. But the overall art class, um, just talking to him on a, we have a group chat and, and I'm really excited to see uh, just how, how this class can, you know, come in and change some stuff um, pretty early. And, and the way in our mindset towards winning and, and the guys that I've talked to, um, it's definitely pretty exciting. And in the future of it, you know, I, I'm really excited to see what, where everyone ends up and how, how it all turns out. And it's definitely a shock. We picked I picked, we picked up some guys that I had no clue, <laughs> you know? So I talked to my guys and I recruit the guys that I've met and I know pretty well. And, you know, maybe coach Beatonville will send me someone's, you know, number and I'll talk to them. So stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, it's definitely been a pretty a shock. Some guys that, and we got a couple more um, that that might hop on. So it'll be pretty pretty exciting here. So yeah. Well, just this offensive line class yourself. You mentioned uh, you mentioned Logan and and Caden and Heath. What do you think about how this offensive line group has come together for you guys? Yeah, I think. I mean, I think it's it's really it's everything. I think being Bo you know, he was looking at and, and the guys that we were able to get, um, you know, it's really going to help us later on in the future. We got, I mean, the guys in the O-line room now, you know, we got a couple interior offensive linemen that, you know, are leaving. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, there's a good opportunity, you know, for some, for some of these guys to come in early and being able to, you know, see the field a little bit. And, um, you know, that's something I took into consideration that Caden took into consideration and, 
and we all know that we're in a group chat too, <laughs> you know, and it's, we're, we're always in contact and um, it's really, yeah, it's been really cool, you know, just to have a group of guys that, um, you know, we know what we're getting into and um, it's really super exciting, especially, you know, you have, you have four offensive linemen, you know, it's pretty cool. And um, yeah, so I'm, I'm super excited. The offensive line, those are, those are the guys we wanted and we're glad to have them on board. So. Well, it seems like you and, and Heath both kind of saw your, you know, your profile grow over the last six months or so. I mean, you both kind of committed as three stars. You got a four star with the, you know, the top two, four, seven over at two, four, seven sports. Heath also got a four star as well. Is that kind of a cool thing? Like, you know, you know, like as you go into your senior season, like you're still grinding, you're still kind of almost trying to prove yourself a little bit. Um, maybe not prove yourself to recruiting classes, but just continue to improve your game. Did it, did you get some sort of satisfaction to see like, okay, people are noticing and starting to take notice of myself, some of these other offensive linemen, as we put together a, another strong year at the high school level. Yeah, no doubt. It's, it's pretty exciting. Um, I think, yeah, the, the four star I got from two, four, seven, you know, I was actually, it's actually pretty cool. I mean, I got a phone call from one of their recruiting directors and he invited me to the all American game. And that was awesome. And, uh, the four star was super cool and something I've been chasing for a while, you know, just, it's really just the label. Um, you know, you can like, it's like a verification on yourself and it's something like us as these football players and recruits, we chase, you know, is it, is it super, is it super important what other people think, you know, about you as a player? Not really, but is it, is it cool to have that, you know, that other people recognize? Yes. Um, you know, for me, I think the four star is cool. I've been chasing it forever. Um, and I think it's something I say, cause I get it. I get, you know, comments about the stars a lot, you know, being in school and especially a small town in Colorado. Um, and, and the, even the teams we play, it's like, you, you don't ever see kids like that, you know, come through this part of Colorado. And so you get a lot of it. And my response to it is in about a month and a half, I'm at the bottom of the totem pole. So it's going to be, you know, you get all the, the all American stuff and all the publicity. And then when I get there, man, it's, you got to prove yourself to the team, you know, to all the guys, to all the coaches. And um, that's, that's really, you know, my mindset. And it's, it's cool to see it, you know, grow being a three-star getting to the fourth, um, you know, getting to the all American game, being able to compete with those guys. And it's really cool, you know, and my, my focus is on this season. And then right after this season, I'm, I'm focused on, you know, being a freshman and trying to survive. So <laughs> Well, I think, I think just real quick, Josh, I think it's just a, just a validation of the work that you're putting in, right? Like, Absolutely. yeah, I mean, the stars, they matter to an extent, but really what it says is you've, you're putting in the work and you're improving your, you've improved your game so much that right. people have taken enough notice and you're right. You get, you get to Norman and it, you start all over having to prove yourself, but you, you have that, you know, at least the, the track record of right. the work that you've put in knowing, okay, if I keep doing that and I take my work ethic to another level, then I'll be able to prove myself in Norman as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you know, obviously you're saying the right things come in bottom of the totem pole, all, all sorts of that stuff, but there is that validation as we're discussing there too. And you get to test yourself again, right. Which is not the worst thing before you get to Norman, Oklahoma, just the all American bowl experience. I know that's not on your immediate horizon and you've, 
got this high school season you're finishing up, but what was what was kind of your reaction to that? What are you looking forward to about that experience? Oh, it was awesome. I mean, you know, as a kid, you know, all, all the way through middle school, elementary school, I was looking at this same bowl game I just got invited to. I've been I've been watching that game and seeing all the guys and all the NFL players that come through that game and how successful they are. And, you know, I've always told myself, I was like, I want to be there. You know, I want to play in that game and, and, you know, have my mark and, you know, do my own, do my thing and, you know, be Josh Bates and play like Josh Bates in that game and, and, you know, mark it down for history. And that's something I've always wanted to do. And the fact I get to do it is awesome. Especially in high school, it's a very high honor and uh, super thankful for it. And I'm super excited, you know, <laughs> I saw, uh, Sammy got invited a couple of weeks ago. And so he actually just got a, um, his like picture taken today and was recognized that it's for today. So I saw that on Twitter today. So that'll be cool hanging out with the guys that I'll be playing against in two years and, and also playing with. So it's really cool. I'm super excited for it. Yeah. Is there a guy in that game that you're kind of like looking forward to going up against in individual drills or team drills? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't. That's a good question. I haven't, I haven't looked at the roster a whole lot. Um, I think oh, I forgot what that kid's name. He's a he's a Georgia commit. Um, D lineman, interior defensive lineman. It'll be interesting to see um, how I can do in one on one pass pro. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I've looked at a couple of them. Um, I don't know the names off the top of my head. I'm just I'm expecting to see a level of um, competition that you don't see at a high school level uh, often. You know, you don't see that many guys with that that skill on one team, and that's something I'm excited to you know just experience and play with. And it's kind of like a warm up before you get to the collegiate level. So, um, yeah, I'm excited and really just to you know build the relationships. So throughout college, you know, you still have those relationships, and that's yeah, I'm super excited. So. <clears throat> Josh, I know we're rehashing a little bit of our conversation from June, but, you know, the way the fan base feels about you because of the way that you stuck with the University of Oklahoma, I think is going to be one of the big storylines for you coming in in Oklahoma fans' minds. So I just wanted to revisit that and then get your thoughts on how this season has played out from afar for you with Oklahoma. Why, why again, were you so committed to the University of Oklahoma when others simply weren't? Yeah, um, I said it back in June, and I'll say it again. The, the pride, the tradition, and the culture of Oklahoma football is, is something that um, I recognize from a sophomore, you know, and it was something that I've always wanted to be a part of. Obviously, you look at – I mean, you're watching on TV every single day. You know, every every Saturday as, as a kid, I'd always turn on the TV, and who's playing ball? It's like Bama. It's Oklahoma. It's Georgia. There's there's names in college football and there's there's a there's a tradition and a pride and a culture that that all those those programs are always you know very well known and and ten years down the road Oklahoma football is still going to be Oklahoma football no matter who's no matter who's coaching no matter who the quarterback is you know whoever's playing coaching it will still have the same brand you know of Oklahoma football if that makes sense so that's something I I've always the toughness. Um, the fan base I mean you guys are all amazing I mean you go to a game and it's it's something that'll really change your life and it'll put a different perspective of football in your mind like this many people can be screaming this loud 
in a, you know, small city of Norman, you know, just to watch the Sooners play. And it's, it's awesome. And it's everything I've wanted to be um, a part of. And the next thing obviously is the, the amount of NFL players, you know, you guys put in every single year, you guys are the, the, the consistency of Oklahoma football, you know, and our, our, the way we think of it and, you know, training like a pro being, you know, playing like the pros do. And I mean, you, you walk through those halls and see all the jerseys um, and the facilities. It's really cool. And you, you look at it and there's no place other than college football in my mind um, that's as dominant and as consistent as Oklahoma is. So yeah, those two things. I mean, I, I'm not a big, like, I didn't like the whole recruiting process. Um, I, I told, I mean, I told Beatonbo that as a sophomore, I'm like, I'm not trying to, you know, you know, play with people and, you know, get, get people thinking in other ways and, um, you know, going to visits all over schools. I picked the schools I wanted to play at and it went to those schools and proved myself and, you know, got those offers and those are the decisions I made and, and I don't regret it at all. And this is the best decision for me to, to commit to the university of Oklahoma. And I'm a, you know, be, be a sooner for life. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You might, might not have been a sooner bread, but you'll be a sooner dead yeah. one day. Long, many, yeah. many years from now. <laughs> I, was, so. I was Buffalo bread. My, my dad's right. a Colorado Buffalo. And I mean, Oh, you beat beat the crap out of CU for like three years in a row, and all the years my dad played there, Oklahoma beat him every single year. Beat him in the Big Twelve Championship, two thousand two, you know, two thousand four. Beat him, you know. So it's like when I was making my decision, my dad was like, "Yeah, I mean, that's one team that I got my ass beat every single year when I played him." <laughs> so he's like, "You're allowed to go there." <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so is he gonna is he gonna don the crimson and cream? He has to. I yeah. said, there's no, I was like, yeah, I mean, I was like, I won't go to Nebraska because he hates Nebraska. I was like, I'm not going to Nebraska, but I'm like, if I go to Oklahoma, I remember telling him, I'm like, if I go, you have to wear the crimson and cream. You're not wearing your black and gold. <laughs> no doubt. Awesome. So how was Bedlam? I actually, so I went to Baylor. I went oh, to, that's right. Yeah. So my, uh, we got done with our regular season. I had my bye before the playoffs. And so uh, week 10, we had a bye. We were able to, you know, just have – we had three practices for the week. And I went out to Oklahoma, watched Baylor play, um, then played Baylor. Um, obviously, at the turnout, you know, you want to see – I watched the Bedlam game yet last week. And it's the the defense, like, the whole – it looked just like a really a different different football team, it felt like, you know, from from the weeks past. It was really, really fun to watch. And you can really tell um, the work and, um, you know, and the, and the culture and how it's all kind of forming together. And it's really going to help um, later on. And, and the work these guys have put in all year is really cool. And to see it pay off and beat a big rival like that, ranked opponent, um, is super cool to watch and can't wait to be a part of it. So, Well, and I think that's kind of where Oklahoma fans are at, right, is – Let's start stacking those types of performances on top of each other and trust that Venables and this staff is is building this type of culture in Norman, Oklahoma. And no doubt that that's the case. But what's been just kind of your general takeaways? I mean, obviously, the the Baylor game you were on hand for. You mentioned watching the Bedlam game. I know that you're not, you know, you're, you're busy with your own high school season here. But 
what have your impressions been from afar of this year for OU? And what's kind of the messages that you're sharing with the other guys in this class about, hey, it's almost time to, to ink and come to Oklahoma. What are your impressions still now today of OU? Oh, I mean, I think, I think really the transition, like you can see just the transition of the coaches in every program. You always, I feel like you always really have a transition year. And I've talked to the coaches, um, you know, countless times and they would say the same thing. Like it's obviously the players, you know, learning, you know, obviously new playbooks, um, new ways schematically on how, how they're going to do and go about it. That's an adjustment. Um, also learning how a coach coaches because every coach coaches different and you're going to have um, different ways coaches go about, you know, teaching and getting a game plan in and that's an adjustment. And so I've talked to, you know, many coaches on the staff and we just say, yeah, you know, it's been an adjustment, but um, it's really, you know, if you, if you give your best, you know, every single week, um, no matter the outcome, you know, you're going to be pretty pleased with it. And you, you're obviously going to have work to do. Um, win or lose, you're going to have work to do. And that's – I've talked to Venables about it. Um, actually, I was at the Baylor game, and he was talk to, talking to me about it. So um, you can see the, the their mind and where they want Oklahoma football to go. Is in the, it's in the right spot. And I'm telling you, three – I mean, give it next year in these next <clears> – <throat> the years that I'm playing there and in future years, we're going to be damn good. And um, you can just tell the toughness, you know, the culture – the pride, the tradition, um, everything, you know, that I looked at and a lot of other kids looked at and playing in the program. That's, that's, it's, it's being instilled right now. And um, it's going to, it's an adjustment this year and there's a lot of work to do. And um, that's kind of my takes, you know, as I'm looking at it, I've never, I've never backed away and I've never thought of, you know, going somewhere else. I, and I love, I love Oklahoma and, um, and no matter how many games we lose, you know, or how many games we win, you know, championships, not championships, you know, it's still, still a place that um, not a whole lot of people get the opportunity to play at. And so that's kind of the mindset and um, yeah, it's super cool. And they've done a good job of staying in it this year. Yeah. Super cool. All right, Josh, real quick. I want to ask you a few questions. Just give you can give me a little real quick scouting report on your fellow offensive linemen. Um, so let's talk Heath Ozeda. What, what stands out to you about him? <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously from from a playing standpoint, um, I'm the only interior guy. Like, I'm 6'3", and these all the guys on – all these other offensive line commits are 6'7", six, 6'8". Six, like, seriously, they're giant human beings. And so every time I talk with them or meet with them, like we're at a game or something, I, like, shake their hand. I always got to look up at them. <laughs> you know, I'm the small guy. I'm, I'm the little guy. And so, you know, obviously these dudes are huge and, and how big they are now and able, you know, being able to move um, a lot of their play is how I play, you know, physical, nasty, fast, um, smart. And it's really cool to see um, Heath. I mean, he's giant, uh, really nice guy. I've, I've talked to him a lot, you know, over Snapchat, you know, text message. So I haven't actually, I haven't met him actually in person. <laughs> so that's kind of weird. Cause I mean, he's all the way up in Washington, right? And I'm all the way here in Durango, so it's like I don't get to see him. So, uh, no, great guy from what I know. I'm excited to get to work with him. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it sounds like you kind of covered all three of those guys. You know, big, yeah. mean, 
physical, fast. I, I think that's that's a pretty good wrap up on the scattering report. Uh, and yeah. then another question I want to ask you: Thanksgiving is is right upon. And we're recording this Thanksgiving Eve. Tomorrow's Thanksgiving. So tell me one thing that you're thankful for um, this year. Something you're looking forward to that you're thankful for. Yeah, that's that's really. I was just actually thinking about that today. Um, I'm thankful number one for um, for my faith and in my God and and who I believe in and you know keeping me at my true north. Um, number two, I like to thank thank my really thankful for my family. Um, without my dad, my mom, my brother, um, and everyone else. I mean, I, I'm not here today um, doing anything. And the way they support me and um, you know love me. Um, unconditionally through everything is super cool and um, you know now that I'm leaving soon you know you really start to notice stuff like that and um, yeah I'm thankful for them and number three you know my family um, or, or not my family my friends and number four football I mean I get to play I get to in the fall I get to wake up every day get in the weight room early in the morning go to school, go to practice. I get to do that. I get to play football and I get to play it, not only just play the game, but I get to play it at the at, at a really high level. One of the highest levels you'll ever be able to play it at. And so the, the gifts that God's given me and, um, and everything I've been able to do with it, that's something I'm really thankful for. And, um, I, I can't wait to make the most of it. So those things, you know, I've been thinking about it a lot because, it's a new chapter in my life opening up, you know, it's really cool to experience. It's kind of sad. It's kind of really exciting. So, you know, you get a lot of it and you really start to think about it. <laughs> so it's funny you ask that. Yeah. Well, on the Thanksgiving topics, I'd imagine um, your plate yeah. will be a busy plate yeah. as it should. Absolutely. It should be a busy plate. No doubt. Can you, can you rank some side dishes for us? What's top of the depth chart? What's kind of the top two or three there? So, oh man, I mean, there's so many. There's so many. So side dishes. We're gonna okay. We're gonna hash this out. So spiral ham, spiral honey ham. Okay, because I like turkey. Like I'm a big turkey guy. That's like one of my favorite things. Spiral honey ham is the best thing. And if they if they make it right, I don't even know how you cook it, but my grandma cooks it the best way possible spiral honey ham is the best that is probably my tier one my tier two mashed potatoes with the gravy obviously a tier two okay my third my tier three this is my last one i love it it's the baked potato casserole that is something i mean it's a it's a bates family recipe my grandma makes all three of those things and perfects it and i haven't had anything in Thanksgiving is is my favorite holiday. I'm an offensive lineman. I love to eat. It's one of my favorite things to do. And so it's I'm just like love this holiday. And so every time we go to, you know, Las Vegas, it's like a, where my grandparents live. It's like a suburb and they make it. And it's those three things are the best things you'll ever taste in your life. And I hate how people skip Thanksgiving and they already start thinking about Christmas. And it makes me really mad. You know how they like, they do that. Like you walk into Walmart and they already got all the Christmas decorations set up and you're like, are you, are you kidding me? It's the middle of November. Like, what are we doing here? We got to eat food first. So tomorrow the plate will be busy. Super excited about it. I'm practicing for the semis. It doesn't get any better than this. So, yeah. 
Well, that's awesome. Hey, I've never had the baked potato casserole. Maybe I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to look that up at, at some point. You have to send oh, me that recipe. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm with you. I'm a big Thanksgiving guy too. I, I'm cool though yeah. with, with Christmas starting to merge in a little bit because you know I'm thankful for. Okay. Christmas but yeah, it's good times, but Hey, Josh, man, it's always a pleasure, you know, getting to chat with you. We wish you the best of luck this Saturday when you take on Lutheran and the rest of your season, hopefully you get to go to that chip and and get to to take home, get to hang home a trophy before you finish out your high school career. But man, we're looking forward to watching you um, when you get to Norman as well. So best of luck with your transition, with your move. Hope you get clean highways as you head Norman um, this winter. So best of luck and uh, make sure y'all, Give Josh all the love. Give him all the support you can on all the social media outlets. Uh, he's he's one of our favorites uh, that we've had on the show um, over the last you know six months, eight months, something like that. Always quite quotable. If you're curious, go back and watch our interview from June. It's out there on YouTube or whatever podcast feed you have as well. So go check it out. Josh, again, thanks so much for, for joining the show tonight. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it.